0: to Girl Flower Podcast with Vic and Jess. We will be having conversations and inspirational chinwags with florists and growers to keep you company in your workspaces, in the car, over a cuppa or wherever you like to listen. We hope to help you along on your own floral journey.
1: Happy New Year's Eve, flower friends. I hope that you're all well and that you had a lovely Christmas, whatever you've been doing. Um, it's been a strange old Christmas, hasn't it? Um and hope that you, you managed to enjoy enjoy parts, if not all of it. Um, Jess and I have recorded a little roundup of the series. We thought it'd be quite apt just to have a little chat with with just us two. However, Jess decided to press record on the episode before I'd realized that it actually started. So we do, ref- we well, we, we reference the beginning of the episode throughout the entire, entire episode, so it's been impossible to cut out those middle sections. So I've left it in. It's a bit of a laugh and it's a bit of an easy way to kind of ease us all in. Um, and you know what? I just think it's funny because hasn't this year been a bit of a joke? So we've left it in. Um, you'll hear us talking at the beginning about a Ferris wheel, a musical Ferris wheel that we, uh, me and my partner picked up when we went to buy our Christmas tree. And also about Jess's desire to be a 3D designer, um, and other various random stuff so um if you can make it through those first maybe i don't know four minutes of us just talking crap <laughs> then um we do get on some flowery stuff um if you don't want to listen to that then just forward it on a little bit anyway happy new year to you all sending lots of love and hoping for a better 2021
0: how funny is it Oh my god! I want it up all year round. It's so cool, isn't it? That's not just for Christmas. Has it got no. little people on it?
1: Yeah, it's got people and everything. It's got stairs. Oh. It's, it's like really detailed. Look, look at the steps going up.
0: Look at all of that. On. It's like a doll's house thing. Yeah, it's amazing. So we've got that as well. Do you secretly want a doll's house. I've
1: always wanted. I like. I was actually going to. Um, this was quite a few years ago, actually. I was looking at a doll's house to do, like, do up the interior and stuff.
0: Yeah. I was obsessed. Um, I'm going to turn longing into... longing for my childhood. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I already plan for... Uh, one day buying a beautiful wooden handmade doll's house and decorating it and getting all the people and the furniture and I will love spending an afternoon rearranging my people into different seats honestly it's it's my favourite thing when I was younger it doesn't have to be the playing it's the rearranging and making rooms and I could totally be happy doing that forever. When I was younger my mum built a a doll's house because I, I was
1: really into like Barbie and Cindy like massively, and all of the Barbie and Cindy houses were all like plasticky and yeah yeah. Shit. She actually built me a doll's house out of wood with loads of different floors and like a rooftop terrace thing. Yeah, and then she kitted it all out. So she made all the curtains, she bought the furniture, but it was all in like kind of she carpeted different rooms. But it was all of the time as well. Yeah, she did such an amazing job. Honestly,
0: it was like my favourite thing in the world. My favourite thing. Oh my god, thing. I so wish we I had the space and I could do that. Eliza would love it. Plan. Yeah. That's gonna be me. I'm gonna be one of those mad old ladies with dolls houses everywhere. It's gonna be fine. I'm not gonna feel ashamed about it at all. I'm just gonna really? buy like miniature people. I
1: think it's fine, Jess.
0: Maybe I should I'll make them.
1: with you I'll be at least like I'll be, be there like, I got you a um I got you a chaise lounge for yeah, <laughs> for the doll's house. You'd
0: be like, Oh my god, it's like <laughs> three. We, it. we could get even more creative and get loads of that FIMO stuff as well. Oh my god! We could make our own little florist shop.
1: I'm no good at FIMO.
0: Aren't you? Terrible. Oh, I'm really good at modeling. No, terrible. It's like a skill, but it's a silly skill. I once made a Gruffalo birthday cake for Stan and modeled the Gruffalo and the mouse from on the top. And everyone thought I'd bought it from a professional cake maker. Wow no one saw the fact that the cake was a little bit slidey and the icing was running off but the gruffalo and the log on the top were a thing of beauty I'm going to find your picture one day and send it because it was I was that's like that's like my proudest moment in my life in my in my in my actual life ever (laughs) (laughs) in my parenting life it's really quite nice and slightly embarrassing to have all the mums looking at you going did you make that and you're like yes (laughs) no like me like meanwhile I play like play-doh all the time and he's
1: He's gone from being obsessed by Santa Claus to being obsessed by Bumblebee, the Transformer, like yeah. the Beetle car, like the yeah. Beetle, the Origins or whatever. And then um, he asked me to make him Bumblebee out of Play-Doh yesterday and it was a king joke. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. I mean, you could tell it was a car, but <laughs> it's it awful. so
0: have you, crap. Have you got those bath crayons and stuff to draw on the side of the bath? No. I
1: didn't know
0: oh, they existed. Yeah, you just draw them on the side of the bath. You have to give your bath a bit of an extra clean when they get out, but no. they do just wash off. And so we spent months, and months feels like years, of the kids being obsessed by um Ice Age, the movie. Okay. These dinosaur fish. And every time they'd get in the bath, they'd be like, draw the dinosaur fish. Now draw this one. Now draw that one. So I got, I think I can draw a pretty accurate dinosaur fish on the side of the bath but sometimes it's much easier to draw something than it is to make a model out of it of play-doh you could draw a good bumblebee on the side no, of the bath
1: no problem i can draw like a car and make it look like a little beetle that's not yeah problem. yeah three dimensions i've always been shit at 3d design always been dreadful and that's why i always thought i'd be really bad at floristry and i know it's different because you're creating something out of stems and that but i was terrible like um first year foundation we went out into the woods for like two days and we just made um sculptures out of whatever we could find and I made like a EP or something
0: because it's really EP. <laughs> but it was I, I totally should have done 3D design at college and my reasoning for, uh, for going to textiles rather than 3D you know when you're 16 I think it was basically all my friends doing textiles and that was it and then you know textiles took me to university and made me meet my favourite people ever Mm. and, you know, gave me an experience and stuff. But it didn't bring me any career, you know, other than learning more about design and things. But um, I should have done 3D design. But then I never would have met anybody, probably would have been quite happy sat in my shed making little leaky pots still. And I think that there's still room for leaky pots. I
1: think think there there is as well. There's going to be an opportunity for leaky pots in the future. I just don't think you have to go... Well, I can't do leaky pots. I want a leaky pot off of you. Make me, make me a leaky mug. I love it when my coffee drips out the bottom <laughs> of a mug.
0: You like it, especially if the, if the liquid stays in and then you go to drink, but the actually the rim's off and it just pours down your front. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> I was thinking like you go to lift it up and the handle comes off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could quite easily. <laughs> I got it. I've got to buy some clay and get some lessons one of these days. I talk about it a lot, but yeah, got enough on my plate at the moment. Well, anyway, are we recording a podcast or is this going to be part of the podcast? Are we actually, have we pressed record? Well, I've been recording it because I was. Then, well, I mean, well, we may as well keep it in. <laughs> I pressed record thinking that um we'd start a bit sooner <laughs> and then we started waffling and then I was scared if I <laughs> pressed end then I wouldn't be able to start recording again when we started the podcast. Oh well, do you God. know what? I'm, I'm inclined to keep that first bit in even though people think they've
1: stopped across us accidentally like recording something <laughs> we'd put it out there like oh my god what has happened to those two they've literally gone into meltdown
0: okay. it's like
1: dropping the F word every five <laughs> seconds just talking about leaky pots and her dream to become a 3D designer I don't know oh, maybe Okay then
0: well that's the start of the podcast then hi everybody Hello. tuned in to listen to me and Vic talking about flowers and the floristry industry and now we're we've gone off on a tangent. Um there we go well, it's Is New Year, good, Jess. Yay! Yay! Woo! What's your plans for this evening? Oh, well, I'm gonna uh be sitting here dressed like this. Uh I may up the uh I'd like to say champagne, but it's it's prosecco um quantities rather shortly and hope I pass out and miss New Year altogether and forget it ever happened. Oh, Although no. I was quite quite happy to wake up in 2021. Mm. Although I've been looking forward to 2021 and getting this year out the way. Um, and just don't feel like it's going to be as positive as a start as we were all hoping for. It seems like it's got worse before it's going to get better.
1: Are you trying to tell me that when we go into 2021 that COVID hasn't disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> because if you're saying that, then you're totally ruining my evening. <laughs> Who really told wish. me that 2021 was going to be the end of COVID forever?
0: Everyone He's burning right. face masks. Oh god, it's never going to be the tw- end of COVID forever. It, there needs to be an end to us, uh, like shutting ourselves away. We've got to, we've got to work out how to cope with it. And um, oh, I don't know. I just don't know. I, I, it's like I said to you. I swing between. Being really reckless and thinking, let's all just get it and see what happens, you know. And then, but then that's really dangerous because so many people will become very unwell. And then I swing the other way and I'm like, shut the doors, close the windows, no one come near. So I just, there has to be some, what I'm saying is, there has to be like somewhere in between those two emotions (laughs) where we all get on with life, doesn't it? Literally on the scale of either end. I am on the
1: scale of shut yourself away and don't even speak to people in case you catch it over the phone. <laughs> Seriously, this year I've I've been I've been really locked away. I've been really locked away. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I would have been if it hadn't have been for my mum being just that little bit older.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know whether whether I would have been I felt a little bit more adventurous about going out and about and maybe you know going to have a meal somewhere or hopping to the pub for a drink when things were open I don't know if it would have been different but for me this year like I'm like a hermit yeah It's, it's been really strange and I really need to be around people yeah um to feel like I'm not a great kind of on my own person I've never have been. I am much better when I'm around people. And I do feel like I've kind of cut myself off this year because I've just been terrified of catching something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You you definitely um struggled. And I'm not surprised because they, you know, we had that whole, what was it, nearly six months of everybody being at home. And you were, you know, your partner luckily was able to keep working and keep a bit of money coming in. But you were at home with your little one and it's difficult being. On your own with one small child. Like mine are that bit older that you know I can tell them to go and play and get on with things or I can send them to the park or you know, if they plug into technology, I don't feel so bad for a while. But when you know, when they're little, it's so difficult. You know, I've really felt for you at times.
1: Yeah, he's high energy. Like he is seriously high energy. And I think like everything got a little bit easier when we were allowed to actually go out and go somewhere other than just for that hour. Yeah, actually drive and go not like go across the country where we could just drive to the woods or something like that. It's just so much better. Um, yeah. yeah. What a weird, what a weird one. Anyway, we're not going to like sit and chat about how depressing.
0: No, because like everybody that. is depressed yeah. and yeah, everyone is depressed about it and everyone's feeling awful. Like me and you have gone into well, we are in tier four, which um, basically well, we might
1: be out of tier four, Jess, because. We, I mean, we're not... This isn't New Year's Eve, actually. We're not recording this on New Year's Eve with a with a glass of champs in hand. It's the right. 21st of December. Um, they're looking at the restrictions, again, on the 30th of December.
0: Okay. So maybe we're not in
1: tier four anymore. I think we probably are, though.
0: I think we probably are. And, um, I mean, I've got a big family. My husband has three brothers. I have three brothers. So when you add in uh wives children you know step family cousins and everything it's just such a massive family so we took ourselves out of the equation already when people were allowed three families and we just said look we're fine on our own So that meant that my mum, who's kind of bubbled up with my older brother and his wife, that meant she didn't have to worry. She'd still be with with them. And then my youngest brother and their new baby, they could have bubbled up with with Emma's mum and dad. So they'd be bubbled up. And then my middle brother, he's like with his his girlfriend and family. And then, you know, Adam's brothers are all bubbled up and stuff. So just taking yourself out of the equation meant that we were going to be having a a safer but slightly lonelier Christmas for us. and uh yeah so we'd already done that so it just feels like any where we might have gone for day trips just you know we were going to drive all the way to the beach for a day and just have a nice walk on the beach and go into some woods and you know just get out of the house and do things and now we feel like oh we can't even do that we really like (laughs) shot ourselves in the foot there we're not not doing anything no it's um oh tier four Who would
1: have thought? Who would have thought they'd make up an extra tier?
0: Well, I reckon that's what it started at one. They started at one because it can only get worse, you know. You can't. Because then the highest one was three and now the highest one's four. And then what if they have to make a five? What if they have to make a six? You know, it's just rubbish. So this morning, anyway, on the news um, has been the lockdown of borders hasn't it so I wonder how that will
1: know what I've got um as I say this isn't New Year's Eve we are we are just before Christmas we haven't gone into actual Christmas celebrations yet um and to be honest like my heart my heart is going out to everyone who's doing uh any kind of Christmas arrangements Christmas bouquets and things like that this could be like the busiest week of their year and they can't get the stock through i've had um an email from one of my suppliers today actually um a couple of a couple of moments ago and it basically just says um you need to get your orders in now if you if you if you want us to deliver anything this week it's a first come first serve basis and once mm. the stock is gone it's gone um that's dreadful isn't it
0: it's awful and it's awful for anybody that's trying to meet up meet with orders you know i like i wonder what what's whether they're going to just buy all the flowers and all the plants they can get their hands on and the orders will have to be they'll get what they get or whether people are going to have to issue refunds which then just really kills you doesn't it yeah because you take especially this year people haven't taken what they normally take and when you finally get an order you're like oh my god that means I can buy the vegetables that means I can buy that present for so and so and yeah and then like having to refund it all is just painful so January's
1: yeah. a bleak time anyway isn't it like in terms of retail stuff is pretty bleak January yeah so people are relying on the money they make over Christmas to kind of see them through until Valentine's
0: yeah definitely definitely because what, what what you know wherever you're employed doesn't not necessarily the the um the, the floral industry am I right you I'm trying to remember back to years when I actually got paycheck <laughs> it's like you get paid, you get paid before Christmas don't you and then you don't get paid until the end of January because it's the longest it's the longest time of not being paid of the year do you know what, I can't even remember. Because of, I think it's because of the way that banks close down a New Year and everything, rather than paying you like on the, the end of the month, like on the 31st of December, you get paid before Christmas. And then you, so it's like nearly, like it's like five and a half weeks between pay packets. Bleak. So it's a really long time. So, so it feels bleak to everybody. But, mm. you know, if you've had that pay packet in December, then brilliant. But if you, if it, you haven't, that's just, January is just even worse. Oh,
1: January is the worst month.
0: We are being so depressing. It's its always been my worst, well it's not always been my worst month, it used to be my favourite month when I was younger um, because it's my birthday on 12th night on the 6th of January so I used to think it was really exciting to have a new year and then have a birthday party so soon after and you know be party party and um, now I'm looking at it like it is probably the worst month because I will be 41 in January so this was meant to be like same as you your year of being 40 like this is the new me I'm gonna embrace being 40 and I'm gonna write a list of all the things I want to do and all I've done being 40 is be in
1: yeah wallow sit there wallowing in self-pity I, I've i yeah. been really good at not... you've been positive you've been positive this year
0: yeah until I think about three or four weeks ago I've really just started to feel it now and I think it's because everything's kind of dying down with what I've been able to do on my plot and um dim light dim light and just and and also I think like everybody I've just been going come on 2021 come on come on and now it's like nearly 2021 and it's just worse I (laughs) I know but the thing is is um
1: do you know what, I, I just think it's, even even, even if, we, well, we are going to be facing restrictions going into 2021, we all know that COVID hasn't disappeared and that life is going to be pretty much the same as it's been for the last year. Um, it is going to be nice to have a fresh year because I don't know about you, I'm sick of actually saying 2020 yeah. <laughs> um, and Absolutely. looking at the numbers, 2020, because I'm I'm literally done with this year
0: um it hasn't all been bad no it definitely hasn't it definitely hasn't Vic I feel I feel like uh in the face of adversity me and you have made like personally made some pretty big decisions and um and changed our lives a little bit or it, well it will change our lives a little bit um on a on a work front and and yeah and like you say it hasn't all been bad because we were just chatting a minute ago. nobody we know really has been affected badly um everybody is still hanging on to their houses hanging on to their jobs, changing uh if you know if just they're self-employed they've kind of made changes to keep it going. so there is some there is some positivity we've been everyone's been very resourceful and resilient.
1: Well, we are a resilient bunch, let's be fair. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Also, we started a podcast in 2020. I know. That's one thing to be chuffed about because from a little pipe dream of uh, two girls or women, uh, like middle-aged women now I think (laughs) we might be classed as, as we're both in our 40s, um, we had no idea of how we would create a podcast and we bought some kit. I know we yeah we do wing it we're not saying like we are the best at making podcasts because sometimes the sound is rubbish sometimes my editing is rubbish but it is what it is we get it out there um and we did it Jess and at the beginning we went and saw people
0: actual oh. real faces I know. I remember that day coming into your workshop and we were going, right, we'll start recording. I've brought all the equipment. And we opened up these boxes of equipment and looked at it, going, oh, God. Oh, what? Well, we have to charge it. Oh, no. where do we plug that bit in? What do we do with it? And so, and I went home, didn't I, and, and read this whole instruction manual. And I was like, I've nailed it. I've got it. But the editing made absolutely no sense to me. And you managed to nail that bit. And, and, and neither of us have actually done anything about learning the other half have we
1: <laughs> i think that we haven't managed to nail it definitely not nailed it but i tell you what we get it out into the airways um mm-hmm. and i think that in itself is a triumph <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah, one day, one day, Vic, it would be really nice if we had some professional sound equipment and somebody could record and edit it for us. But we're not there for a very long time, maybe never. So if this, <laughs> if this is the sound quality and this is the editing, then that is great because it hasn't put off anybody that we've asked speaking to us. Everyone has been brilliant. And we've asked people that we thought, oh, they'll never, they'll never talk to us. It's like a bit of a long shot, and they're just like, yeah, what a brilliant idea? We're coming on. So we have been, oh God, we've just been. I don't know whether it's lucky or just cheeky enough to ask, but we, I think a bit of both, actually. I think, and um, what you said
1: earlier, we, Jess and I have been doing some of the bits and bobs before you press record. And we started talking about dolls houses, <laughs> really design. We have been talking about how because um any of you who've been on the podcast will know that Jess deals with um setting up the appointments and um asking people to come on and you were saying that at the beginning you were like um hi like we we're going to be starting this podcast would you like to come on and be interviewed and everyone's like oh okay that sounds like a nice thing to do yeah 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 and now you're messaging people and people have heard about us and they're really excited about coming on and that
0: that's yeah that is madness like The mad thing is, though, Vic, I won't say who who it is, but for next year, somebody from across the pond emailed us asking to come on, which is amazing. And we're like, oh, so I feel a little bit starstruck. We're going to break America. I think it's Canada. I think it's Canada we're breaking um well Canada's fine I've always wanted to go
1: (laughs) listen I'm I'm not going to tell my other half about that we've got I'm sure it's a Canadian florist anyway we've got a Canadian florist coming on because he wants to move to Canada he's gonna be like oh my god like that's
0: it it's a sign sign." (laughs) well Vic honestly I've always wanted to go to Canada I had a trip uh there planned once that went to shit basically Mm -hmm. uh um in my youth you know following a man to the side of the world it Uh, never happens so I feel like I did all the research and all the getting excited about Canada um and I've never been so if you're if you go I'm coming
1: (laughs) fine well I'm just you know all I the the things I picture about Canada is like uh, Mounties do you remember that program what was that program what was it called with the Mountie and his dog
0: Oh my God! Northern exposure. Oh, Do you remember I that? I loved that. Yeah. I loved the guy that. Who was
1: a, he was a radio DJ, and then there was the yeah. mountain. He was like an absolute hero. And you Yeah.
0: Go around on his horse, and everyone's like, "What are you doing?" Like, oh, so- I just think of mountains and clear lakes and trees, and also um, their wildlife is amazing. And you can kind of go whale watching, and ah, oh, it just looks beautiful. And skiing and snowboarding. Yeah and another thing they have actual seasons as well
1: which is interesting you know actual proper seasons but like extreme seasons um, yeah. but my my partner's cousin um, my partner's cousin is it his cousin yeah it's his cousin he lives over there and he sends whatsapp pictures over and um, Tom will show me he's like look at this and I'm like what is that what am I looking at I'm thinking I'm looking at you know, something that someone's filtered on. Yeah. You know, he's gone through like Google images and like a picture of candidates come up that looks clearly filtered. I'm like, what is that? He's like, "Uh, this is Tony's view from work today. Uh, That isn't real. He's like, that is real. I was like, he's filtered that. He's like, no, that is literally, he's taking that on his phone. And it is
0: amazing. It's like when my best friend Kaz, uh, she lives in Australia, when she sends me pictures, sometimes it's like, we're walking the dogs on the beach. (laughs) And I'm just like... Oh, wait. <laughs> and actually so I was there in March just as lockdown was starting and she posted me a picture um yesterday or the day before Mm -hmm. and she was walking in her local park with the dog and there was a little wedding taking place Mm -hmm. because they are 100% back to well I say 100% they are back to normal they are going to work restaurants are open parties are happening gatherings are happening I don't know if they're limited on numbers I'm sure they're having to do face masks at certain places but they just um, they just stopped the borders in March yeah, so you, you know they, they just stopped it shut it all down Everybody stayed at home and now they I don't think because she's in Perth so I don't think they've had anybody um, transmit it between them I think if people come into the country and are tested they've picked it up at that test point and then and then that's that's been it no no transmission so that's a little bit of positive we just in, in some ways um maybe we've been all a little bit too polite like oh no we can't tell them they can't come on holiday so let's just leave the borders open so oh my god
1: that's so such a such a british trait isn't it yeah oh
0: no sorry don't oh
1: excuse me you know you bump into someone and, and you're like sorry and bumps into like, you, yeah. they bumped into me knocks and you from out you okay. yeah. bloody ridiculous but yeah i think um yeah, we should have shut our borders to people ages
0: well, ago. Well, yeah, but we're in the situation we're in. But I think it's just it's a good um, sign that once things are under control, it doesn't take that long to get life back to normal um you know like there was a wedding in her park and there was a picture and there's a whole crowd of them and the lady with her bouquet and things so i was like oh that's just that's what okay. we need need a lot of um but yeah what i don't want to go back what you year
1: would have looked like in 2020 2020 if covid hadn't happened what um, would you, now
0: do you think honestly well okay so very honestly um so towards the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020 I was feeling like um a little bit disillusioned with what I was what I was doing like when you asked me to do the the podcast I was I was kind of thinking oh god but what if I don't carry on being a florist like in the same way what if I just do freelance am I still as qualified because I was I was going to use this year to um really ease back on doing my own weddings I didn't feel like I had the right workshop I didn't feel like I pushed it I was like clinging on I don't feel like I was I'd been pushing it to to be where I had been a few years previous um and I was taking you know doing a bit more uh freelance work for, for you and a couple of other people and so I think I would have probably just tried to take a step back um and and hopefully uh kind of if you know, push forward with 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 the podcast you know what we always wanted to do was get people together and actually have some meetups and things and i think i would have had the time to to sort that out but i don't think i would have continued to be jessica rose offering wedding floristry purely there, there was one moment i think um i can't remember if it was the end of last year or the beginning of this it merges into one but i just remember there was a day when i was checking my inbox and there was no queries from anybody and there was no questions from any of my brides I just had this day where I turned on the computer and and the relief that came over me was an absolute sign that um I wasn't meant to be kind of carrying on what I was doing and I mean I went through so many different ideas in my mind thinking oh god I need to retrain I need to do something else but um I think I would have got to I think I would have got to where I am now, but it might have just taken me a bit longer to get there. It's very difficult to suddenly cancel all your own work. It's, all, it's very, you know, who would sit there and going, oh, I've got all this guaranteed money coming in. And I'm going to turn it all away and I don't know what I'm going to do. So you do carry on with with, with work. And I think it would have taken me a bit longer to get to um, to taking on a bit of land. I don't, I don't there. even know.
1: Like, I mean, obviously, you know better than I do, but I'm not even convinced that you would have turned yourself into a grower this year. You don't think so? I, I don't think it would have been this year. I don't think you... I think that the... This is just my opinion. I think that the time that you had to think... Yeah. And I know you were going to have a bit of a slower pace of life and stuff. I don't know if it would have really come to fruition this year. I don't think that, you know, you would have, you would have had a plot of land and... Yeah. I think it would have come, of course, it would have come. But yeah. I think this, this year gave you so much more time to reflect. And I think that time in the garden that you had d- during that that really hard lockdown, that yeah. proper lockdown, I call it, because all the other lockdowns, they're not really lockdowns, are they? <laughs> like, people, there's, like, the roads are full of cars. Everywhere's yeah. packed. Um, It hasn't been locked up. But that's real first proper lockdown, you yeah. spent the entire time in your garden and you were fine like you were like oh my god like I just I love this so much yeah I think it was that time to where you I just I just think it gave you the opportunity to really really think about a realistic move forward
0: well, I think I think as well, it, it, I would say quite honestly, for like the past three, maybe four years, I am a regular checker of any land for sale or looking at right move for any farms, you know, with a bit of land or anywhere that we could potentially build a house. And and it's always been like, right, well, if we build the house, I can grow flowers. And that's just always been it. You build the house to my lovely husband, I'll grow the flowers. And so it's always just been something that we've spoken about, but never thought about seriously because we didn't have the land. And so when, during lockdown, when I was growing everything and I was cutting bouquets of flowers for my mom and my friends from the garden and, you know, it kind of made me realize how, um, Well, it's no, it's not easy, but just how much pleasure I got from growing and how many things I can grow in a relatively small space. And it was actually my lovely husband, Adam, who has a workshop on our friend's farm. Who spoke to uh, spoke to our lovely landlord Andrew and uh, sorted out this patch of land for me and he just came home and he said, "Do you really want to grow because I've got you some land?" And I was like, "Oh my god." so it, you know it, he could see that that's what was going to be best for for me to be going into and um lovely Andrews had the faith in me to give me a slither of his best growing field. <laughs> so I feel like I've got to prove it now and, uh, and it's looking really good and um, like I say I've been doing the um, business of selling flowers course and I went and did my course with Green and Gorgeous and I shall continue to do different courses until I feel like I'm a proper professional but honestly Vic my polytunnel is looking beautiful if there's just green shoots everywhere and even out in the field when it looks all brown I can see all the little things poking through and I know I, I just know that it's going to look Fabulous come the summer.
1: Well, I didn't know that you I actually didn't know. I mean we haven't even known each other that long really, have we?
0: No. I know, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it is ridiculous. Um we don't go way back, me and Jess. We just, you know, I've just I reckon
0: we go back about what? A year and a
1: half? 18 months? Yeah, about 18 months, yeah. So I didn't know. I actually didn't know that I knew that you wanted to buy land. To build a beautiful house like your dream house and I know you've always been looking out for that but I never knew that you actually had an intention to grow flowers I thought you just wanted to to have an amazing garden uh, yeah and I, and so I think beautiful. it probably
0: just came from that I just thought mm-hmm. I, I just t- when we look at land when you look at land sometimes you can find um really like good uh plots of land with a house but it has like an agricultural tie to it what does that mean means means you have to make a living off of the land you have to earn money off of the land and it's when we talk about those ones that's when I was like I'll oh, just grow flowers I'll grow flowers and I think yes maybe uh, maybe if my floristry business was thriving and we had found a dream patch of land I would have just grown beautiful flowers and had a lovely landscape garden but um I think the the idea of growing has almost been there and it was almost just saying it out loud made me go oh god yeah of course of course, like don't change your career completely, you know, and and actually thinking about career changing, you, you would fill me with dread because I'd be like, I'm not good at anything. I can't sit in an office. I can't sit still. I need to be doing something. I need to be outside. You know, I love, I never, have never ever fallen out of love with flowers and the passion I have for, oh my God, twirly tendrils and big blousy roses and things like that. So it, um, so yeah, I think lockdown as awful as it has been and will continue to be for a while, has actually given me a bit of space and a bit of time and um, set me up in a whole new business and a whole new world, I suppose. Last Christmas, this time last year, you were in a small studio next to my small studio making wreaths and hoping to just can get grow your business a bit.
1: I wanted to grow, yeah. It was it was a case of a you know, I was booking booking good weddings, booking weddings that um I could only dream about booking actually. Um and having a, a really beautiful looking at into 2020, like looking pretty mental and yeah. really exciting, um with a hint of trepidation because I was like, Oh my god, it's coming. Like, how has this happened? Yeah, um, I think I would I'd still be in, I'd still be in those studios, potentially.
0: Yeah.
1: Still be in the stables. Um, but one thing that did come come to, like one thing that I realised I wanted to do was to have more one-to-one things happening. And the space just wasn't really big enough. So I don't know, maybe I would have been there, maybe I would have, like, looked for a larger space. I don't know if I would have taken the leap into such a big space that i have now if that wasn't for COVID,
0: <laughs> i don't think i would have done like i, I know like that's like, my it, fault completely
1: yeah it was it, <laughs> i think i think this year has really taught me that sometimes you have to just dream big and close your eyes and take a leap hmm. because if you don't take a leap then you're never going to know you're just yeah. never going to know if if it was possible and it couldn't have been a worst year, really, because it's all gone to shit really this year. Um, but I I'm quite proud of myself. I'm really of getting, proud of, of getting to hear. And also another thing as well, like that honesty doorstep thing I did off the back of Emily Robbins, who has been on our podcast this season. I stole the idea of her honesty bench and did an honesty doorstep. I told this story a million times on the podcast, but that little honesty doorstep basically made me money in December because I've never been so busy with wreaths, wreath boxes. I'd never done wreath boxes before that I that I sent all over the country. You know, even like to local people, bespoke wreaths, Christmas wreath workshops. It's like been unprecedented for me. So I'm, I'm feeling really positive.
0: And they're all people that got to know you through your... Pretty,
1: pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. And it was even the same with uh, like autumnal wreaths, which who knew they were a thing? I've said this before. I had like repeat custom from people who having having autumn wreaths then they ordered Christmas wreaths. Mm. And I feel really positive that I've kind of made an impact in my local community. So that is one thing that I wouldn't have done. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it because I wouldn't have I would have been too busy on weddings and stuff to be sending out, you know, like Friday flowers or to be sticking some flowers outside of my house. But that kindness with the Honesty Dorset, because I didn't really put much of a markup on those. I literally wrapped, you know, wrapped them in brown paper and just put a tiny bit of markup on just for my time. Yeah. A little bit of kindness to cheer up the communities actually paid me off. Yeah. And that is remarkable.
0: Yeah, but I suppose it's the same way it would have been if you'd um, had, like, a retail space. You know, eventually people get to get to know you, but you've kind of done it the hard way, haven't you? Just mm. by putting things outside the front. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I would
1: never have dreamt that I would have been doing bouquets and honesty doorstep stuff and yeah. things like that. But everyone's had to adapt and be resourceful. Yeah. And I think it's made me more resourceful this year. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for COVID. I also, what else? What else would? How how would it look different? I think I would just probably be here, um, feeling a bit dead after wedding season. Yeah, yeah. But instead, I'm feeling raring to go. I'm feeling raring to go, and I feel really excited for next year when weddings come back, if they come back got some really exciting projects lined up
0: yeah I have to say your new studio I am so glad that you took it on because it's it's on my farm with me and I can pop in for a cup of tea I I love that but also you have made it into the most useful place it's nicer than my house I love the colour. I love everything about it. I'm very jealous. And next year is going to see, you're going to see me popping in for cups of tea all the time because it's just such a lovely space to be. It's just brilliant.
1: Well, it's getting there, Jess. There's a long way to go. And I feel like I'm going to be trying to make it into more of a retail space.
0: Certainly at the beginning of
1: the year, I think it needs to be done. I think I don't think um, I'm going to have, I've got the odd couple of weddings that, potentially we'll be going ahead if there's you know numbers 15 allowed mm. at all um and I think that a lot of people um in the spring well I'm hoping things are going to kick off by the spring but basically I'm not gonna have anything to do between January and spring so it needs to I need to pay my rent so I yeah. need to be extra resourceful uh, January is going to be a bit of a damp squib it always is for everyone but I've got Valentine's coming up Mother's Day I'll have some micro weddings thrown in there as well. And I'm just going to try, I just need to think of ways um, of hopefully I can get people in for workshops. Yeah. I really want to make it into some sort of, do I want to say flower school? I don't know if I want to say flower
0: school. Oh, I think of something, we'll have to think of another name for it. But I think, you know, it's a brilliant retail spot because you have parking, it's easy to find. Oh my god, it's such a nice place to be in. Like you've got that gorgeous sofa. I just want to come in and sit on your sofa and drink coffee and and look at it. It's it's lovely. So I have no doubt you're going to change it into a lovely um a lovely retail space. Don't let yeah. me buy too much. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm going to be along there with you because I've never tried to sell flowers to people before in the way that I'm going to be doing it I've bought flowers for weddings and I've attracted wedding customers and events when I was selling flowers to the public I had a I had a retail space um and now I'm going to be trying to sell flowers to florists if they want to buy flowers because they may all be struggling themselves or I'll be and if florists don't want them I'll be having to sell them to the to the general public so it's kind of like I feel like um there might be a lot of being able to work together on getting ourselves known and, you know, we're on the same plate We're at the same place. But yeah, it's it's a learning. It's a learning. Like, how do we get everybody to know who we are and where we are? I can say it's on awesome. here, that if there's any florists, like in the uh, Bunche, Northamptonshire area, <laughs> British grown stainless. flowers. listen you're gonna have to
1: be you have to be giving me a backhander for that shameless plug of yours
0: (laughs) i'll sponsor i'll
1: sponsor this episode (laughs) yeah lolly and the hair yeah sponsored by lolly and the hair can i just say jess you are looking very much like your avatar that i had that i had that that i bought an illustration for jess um to congratulate her on her new venture from katie Laura Ashton. And I got her to draw Jess in a pair of Lucy and Yak uh, corduroy dungarees with a striped top on, And she's actually there, but she has no tiger necklace on. I'm disappointed. Oh, yet.
0: I don't have my tiger necklace on. Well, I put this on today, especially to make you smile and me smile, because I was very aware I was doing it to look like my avatar. <laughs> uh, and like I said, I've had a couple of days of wallowing and feeling really rubbish. And um, yeah purely because I'm just miserable with the state of the weather mm. <laughs> and the world so um the, the way I combated it today was to put on some bright orange um corduroy dungarees and I had a, a delivery from of, of plants earlier and the delivery man he he was laughing and I can only assume he was laughing at my outfit <laughs> oh
1: my god that is like that's you know you're winning I'm, well, obsessed. I do, I just don't I'm obsessed care by the outfit that i created for you and you're yes! actually wearing it obsessed
0: yes obsessed <laughs> well i'm very comfortable and like i said it, it's quite roomy there's no waistband in it so this could just be my <laughs> christmas outfit although it might not fit into any normal clothes after christmas Listen, yes, after christmas all i will have is pants to wear
1: <laughs> big pants <laughs> i've <laughs> eaten all that like i said i've eaten all the cheese like yesterday when was it what day were you we in so when were the restrictions um announced the day before yesterday saturday so it's monday today the restrictions were but they That's announced the on friday that they're oh, gonna friday. oh well like i think i wallowed i wallowed on saturday and then yesterday i just ate cheese like loads of cheese more cheese than you can ever imagine um, and that's 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 my coping mechanism
0: cheese and Prosecco. Oh, well, you've inspired me to go and buy a cheese selection and to make sure there's more Prosecco like I know my lovely husband has brought uh an adequate amount of booze for Christmas for us, but I just feel like maybe he's not realized the amount that I or the time that I might start drinking If I wasn't having to um drive to the plot later, I would have put rum in that coffee. <laughs> God, you don't go fancy going
1: to clean up my studio, do you? No, not at all. Okay, I guess I'll have to do it myself then. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. So, how about um, how about highlights of the year? Like, let's talk, let's talk podcast. Let's talk about podcast.
0: Oh, I've just loved it, Vic. I feel really overwhelmed with the response. I feel so lucky that the people. That we've asked have said yes. I feel amazed that we've had such inspirational bits of every single episode. I mean, me and you were at the beginning more so because it was new. Really blown away by it, weren't we? And a little bit like I was listening back to an earlier episode a while ago, and I was thinking we really are all ever so polite and oh, <laughs> like yeah. and, re- and and then and then during the lockdown it just went to shit because we were just all having a good old chat because we hadn't seen any other humans for months. Um oh God, I don't know what the highlight is in that. It's just been, it's just been great. Oh, I liked you. it at the beginning when we were actually able to go and visit people. And um I, although Zoom has been brilliant and saved us a lot of time and fuel and all of that kind of stuff, um I think that it would be really nice to think that we could visit people that are near to us in the future and you know there'll be a few lovely people lovely people's gardens I would like to go and visit um uh but yeah I don't know the highlight well my highlight has definitely been uh the people
1: that we've spoken to but also the community who's listened yeah um I think that we could have had a jolly old time chatting one out to all of these amazing people Um, but the thing that has been super special is the feedback that we've received
0: yeah that has been
1: a massive highlight
0: I know so it makes me feel a little bit kind of giddy to think about where we are being listened to in the world because we've been listened to everywhere haven't we yeah so where's my little hang on where's my little thing here Okay, so we... So, yeah, 74% of people have been from the UK. But we've been listened to in the United States, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, Germany. Um, God, goodness me, it goes on, doesn't it? And I think maybe before the end of the year, we might hit 40,000 downloads. Well, we're only a, f- a few hundred off. Oh. We, yeah, and this is
1: so... This is going up New Year's Eve. So, uh, but we're recording this before our Christmas Eve episode um, that has been on with Rona. And we are currently at 39,272 downloads.
0: Oh my goodness me. I know. It blows I- me away. I feel slightly embarrassed that all those people have been listening to my stupid wafflings and my interruptings. <laughs> Seriously, Jess. Like, that's insane, isn't it? Yeah.
1: It's insane. And um, that's the thing, like, sometimes we really go on about crap, don't we? We really do. And sometimes I actually think after, after we've recorded an episode, I think, oh, my God, like, I hope the person, the interviewee, doesn't think that we're just complete idiots, <laughs> And I listen back to it and I'm like oh actually that was all right and like I cut out a few things and
0: well uh, unfortunately all these lovely positive comments that we have there will have been people that have listened to us and thought what a load of crap and just turned it off and I'm one, I'm hoping that doesn't come at 40,000 of them <laughs> listen do you know what the, the
1: whole the whole point Of this podcast isn't about us. And I think that is, even if people don't resonate with our vibe, they're resonating with the incredible person who is being talked at by us. (laughs) Um, And I think, yeah, I I don't think everyone has to love us because I think that we would, you know, I, I just don't think that would be possible because I think you have to be a certain type of person to get on our vibe. But I do think that every single person who has been on, who has been interviewed for our episodes has been absolutely magic in so many different ways, Jess. That's the thing. Every single episode, these people just bring something and they bring something to the table for us and our whole community. And we're just there waffling about in the background, just just trying to ask the questions and, you know, kind of we have our core questions lined out, but we, half the time we waffle on, but it is,
0: it is the magic of those people who've been on. There have been a few people where, but when we've come off, we've just gone, Oh my God, we felt like proper children. Like because the people that we've been speaking to have been so fantastically knowledgeable and, um, Oh, just they've blown our minds, haven't they? And, and actually, I will say that right at the beginning of the podcast, we did the um, interview with Rachel at Tallulah Rose, who oh, I'm so, sure there are so many people. And I feel... So many people who have, you know, done a course with her or taken inspiration from her, and I feel that episode changed me and you completely. It just made us think think about things a lot more. And I know that you, know, we kind of came away feeling like we needed to listen to her about five times over and just take note and do everything that she said because it was Rachel, amazing. Rachel is a force of nature. Yeah. I
1: think for half of that, you know, our recording when we're there recording in her beautiful studio um we were just sat with our mouths wide open just yeah. taking it all in
0: yeah
1: I thought she was wonderful
0: she was and I, and that was like the very I think she was probably only our second or or yeah. third interview so right right at the beginning um I think we kind of then had the, had a moment of like oh gosh we've we could be creating something really fabulous you know couldn't we and and and, and we have so yeah I am very proud of us Vic I'm proud of us,
1: but I'm I'm also, you know, listen. I am really proud of us for starting it. I am really proud, but we would be nothing without the people who are speaking to us. Oh yeah, I just don't know. Oh my god, imagine if we just decided to waffle on just us
0: two. How many? how many downloads we would have got. (laughs) Well, I I don't even think this episode is going to have very many downloads. I think if we checked through, I think we've done two episodes in the past of just me and you, and I would put bets on that they are the ones that have had the least amount of. But listening. i look now. You got a lot. Have look. Let me actually have to have to
1: have to
0: look. So, But but that's absolutely fine because um yeah you are very right. It's about the people and it's um. I think it's, it stems from me and you being really nosy about people and wanting to meet them and wanting to hear their stories. Oh, no, your face looks really disappointed.
1: It isn't actually disappointing. Oh. Actually, yeah, do you know what? People actually don't mind listening to us. Whether they've just downloaded it and listened to maybe <laughs> three and a half minutes, because I'm just looking at downloads, so it doesn't say whether you listen to the whole thing. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we'll soon see. We'll soon see. But, you know, look, we're just... We just want, basically, we're here to say happy new year, aren't we? Yeah, um, yeah, we are a nice, a nice, you know, end to the year um where you can just listen to me and just waffle on, maybe with a glass of shamps in hand or your whatever tipple you desire.
0: Yeah, and I apologise if if you are listening to this with a glass of of bubbles and you felt so depressed by our COVID talk and finished off the bottle. I really am. Sorry. That wasn't the intention. I feel like we have gone a lot on, about, gone on a bit about COVID and, um, There's still time to cut that out. Jess, there's still
1: time <laughs> to cut that out. So if you don't know what Jess is talking about, I've cut it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we'll just, um, say happy new year to everybody. And we are going to carry on this podcast. Um, and we, I seem to have had loads of uh, requests, Vic, about uh, joining our Facebook community page, which has been really lovely. Because if we get a little community of people together, then I think next year need to concentrate on. Uh, keeping people updated giving giving them the heads up of who's coming up the next day maybe i was i was saying to um everybody in the group as well maybe we can do a few more q and a live so if anybody wants to come on and do a q and a and we'll do that like a weekly thing and um anybody else in the group can just come on and have a chat and um or if you've got anything specific you want to want to say any news you've got coming up you know any courses any flower festivals any problems any especially with brexit and everything coming up if you are the person in the know about brexit and how it's going to affect everybody come on and do a q a let us all talk to you about it put some information on there um but that's all we can, that's all we can really offer. I'm really happy just to bring the podcast. But if anybody wants to kind of um, use our little community page to meet up and keep each other informed as well, then then please do that. It's, you know, it's there. So so use it. It's all free.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and that's the thing. I mean, I know that we haven't had as much, I'm going to say we haven't had as much time as we would like. We have had more time, but things have been more difficult because of COVID. Um, home school. So Yeah, like homeschool, school, but loads of stuff, you know, there's, this year has been an adventure and I'm not afraid to say that sometimes when I could have been working on things like the community I haven't done it because I haven't felt right I haven't you know like sometimes you just have to if you're feeling shit um, the last thing you want to do is do something sometimes you just want to sit and do nothing and I'm not talking about let's go I've gone and had a bubble bath for three hours with a glass of wine yeah sometimes I just want to be nothing and just be with my family and watch a bit of telly
0: yeah
1: and I, I actually don't feel guilty now I think that's one thing I've learned actually I actually don't feel guilty for sometimes just going do you know what I'm not going to do anything today because I just don't yeah. feel right and if I do the things I'm going to do it wrong because I'm not in the right frame of mind I'm going to wait until I feel more positive the next day
0: yeah and it's, it's been difficult as well to to post yeah. things when we like you said well pretty much what you just said when you haven't got anything to post about yeah. we were hoping to be going to flower festivals we were hoping to go and see people's workshops and we were going to bring people um pictures and information and just loads of fun things but what, we haven't been able to do any of that and you know we may not be able to do any of that for a while so that group is there um do do use it get involved come and chat with us let us know anything that you know if you guys have any ideas or you know please just just get in touch me. I, yeah,
1: I would definitely like people to be a bit more vocal with what they want from us what do you want yeah. from us tell us <laughs> um, no but seriously like we are a community it's not just you know me and Jess yammering on about stuff like we've got a community page loads of people are in it now yeah tell us what you want from it and we will endeavor to deliver it um yeah. But sometimes, yeah, like, especially over this last year, we're like, oh, I just haven't got the energy. And sometimes when you haven't got anything positive to say, it's best not to say anything at all.
0: Yeah. Like, it's really so nice, anything. don't say anything at all.
1: Well, this is it. And, I mean, I know that we, we went on a bit of a COVID rant um, earlier on. So, yeah. But we do want people to get in touch with us. Yeah. Tell us what you want out of the community. Tell us what, how we can help you. Yeah. Um, also as well with the with the podcasts are there any burning questions that you long to ask your flower heroes that we're not covering let us know we'll whack it in there you know like we can we can we want it to be a real community effort here
0: maybe the week before we interview people next year Vic I could put on the community a little private who we're going to be interviewing Mm. and and then people can put their questions in the bottom and if there are you know we'll get through as many as we can let's do that we'll do quick fire
1: quick fire questions burning burning questions for these people yeah we're gonna do so if you're not in the community already get in there because something's actually happening
0: Yeah, and I keep on posting on just, just generally as well. I'm really sorry if I am declining, people. Do go back on and try and join again. it's very difficult for me to see if you're actually a florist or a made-up person if you if uh you don't answer the questions so if no one if people haven't put any information i look at their profile pages i can only see their own profile i can't see any information about them and where they work and we do really want to keep it just florists um growers people in the in the floral community so it's more of a a, you know business business and trade and also another thing as
1: well um, we have been accepting people who are who are joining as on their business pages. But if yeah. you are joining on your business page, you are not going to get as many notifications of when we're posting stuff. So it will oh, actually really? help. yes. So okay. it does actually help if you're. I mean, we're still going to let people in on their business page. Like we're not saying don't come in, but it is it is better if we all come in as individuals rather than say for instance you've got a question you come up as your business name. We want to make it really personal. So yeah.
0: Maybe that's why they've done it. They're like, yeah, I'll join, but I don't want any notifications from yeah, you. Yeah, I don't actually hear. I'm just joining for the <laughs> numbers.
1: We're not paying any of those people, like.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Let's hope we can um, hope we can be a bit more useful. And if we're not useful, then, then we're not useful. Just keep listening to our ramblings on the podcast. And um, as soon as we are able, we will be organising some meetups. That's definitely happening. I want to see real people without face masks on preferably um
1: and we'll invite them all to your studio Vic (laughs) you got the space listen I'm gonna probably have space and time I've got some one-to-ones in the new year I'm hoping these one-to-ones can go ahead if they can't go ahead they can't go ahead in January they will have to be postponed um but I am looking to book I just want I just want some people in there I want some more one-to-ones like I said let's get this flower school up and going and let's have people in there for the podcast meets yes yeah it's going to be you know I think like if we look at it regionally as well so we'll have some people you know podcast meets there and then we can look at different regional areas um where we can head out to so if anyone wants to host one of the podcast meetings in yeah
0: we now we we, I feel like we've kind of met um met probably virtually most of them but met a few people that have got great studios so yeah we might be might be in touch saying can we use your space? and you up yeah for your space (laughs) (laughs) great well i think that's come to uh the end of our ramblings victoria
1: yeah i would say so um i'm sure people have probably switched off in the first i probably switched off after doll's house talk (laughs) or during during yeah unless they've had
0: unless they really have had their whole bottle of prosecco and they're finding us absolutely (laughs) um but it's just
1: left to say Um, Happy New Year. We're wishing you um, a a better 2021. Uh, We're wishing you health, happiness, busyness, and good mental health. So that's it gang. Happy 2021. We hope that you are seeing the new year in really safely, but happily. And we look forward to bringing you more podcasts in 2021. Thank you so much for your support, for your feedback, for your likes, for your shares. Um, You've absolutely been magic and you have been more than Jess and I could ever have wished for. Wishing you lots of love, luck and light in 2021.